0: Welcome to Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Welcome to episode 598 of the Sonic Society, the world's greatest showcase of modern audio theatre. I'm Jack Ward,
1: and I'm David Alt. Hey, Jack, uh, did you know that throughout history, there's always been a chasm between the bulk of humanity and the enigmatic circle who hold true dominion? Mm. Those whose influence remains shrouded, save for the rare instances when their designs cross into the outside world.
0: Actually. That's a new one to me, David. Where did you hear that from?
1: It's written right here in the script. No, it's (laughs) from our feature tonight, of course. Jabberwocky Audio Theatre is back with a new series, Quorum.
0: Well, that does sound interesting. You know, I was once down in a chasm down in Mexico. Yeah, sorry to
1: interrupt, Jack, but Ivan the producer says there's no time for extra banter tonight. The show is ready to go. Oh,
0: well, I'm sorry. I I guess we can listen to Quorum episode one and two because it all begins right here. On the
1: Sonic Society.
0: Wait a minute, David. Ivan? We don't have a producer by the name of Ivan. It's just the two of us.
2: Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio
3: Theatre.
4: The following audio theatre is rated ADPG, so parental guidance is suggested.
5: Throughout history... There has always been a chasm between the bulk of humanity and the enigmatic circle who hold true dominion. Those whose influence remains shrouded, save for the rare instances when their designs cross into the outside world.
6: 4.7 billion in adjusted dollars, below budget allocation.
7: Nice to hear, Mr. King. All too rare an occurrence.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, Miss Rook. With that concluded, I move to close all business. All in favor? Aye. Aye. So moved. Moving on to new business... Mr. Queen, where do we stand on Operation Repatriation? The full timeline is detailed in the briefing document on your screens. Some minor deviations at Phase 1, but for the most part, we're within projections.
3: I
7: didn't know we were expecting deviations at this stage. I'd be careful to avoid any cascade effect.
6: We did run into some unanticipated complications, Ms. Knight. But projections did anticipate the possibility of instability. Mr. Bishop? Approximately 7% chance of deviation. Certainly enough to absorb alternative arrangements, Mr. Queen. How does this affect expenditures? Since our outlay was limited, liability is minimized. At this stage, we are almost budget neutral.
4: Other than any cleanup of operational assets, no?
6: Yes, but if you look at the original briefing sheet, that was planned from the start. Moreover, as it happens, that may not fall entirely to our team. How so? We'll need to see how events proceed, but several of our pawns are expected to neutralize each other. Very well. Moving on to related business, how are we addressing the Lucas Challenge?
4: Should all proceed according
5: to plan. Far removed from the clinical calculations of this council, the real world repercussions of their schemes play out with dramatic results. Jabberwocky Audio Theater presents Quorum The Gambler's Tale. Tonight's presentation Outstanding Debts, Episode 1.
6: Okay, give him a second.
8: Yeah, that screaming idiot's me. Needless to say, you're not exactly catching me at my best here. I swear, I'm trying to start at the beginning, but I keep coming back to this point.
6: Well, Mr. Harmon, I suppose congratulations on your. You have my undivided attention.
4: Hit him again.
8: Believe me, I'd rather be talking about pretty much anything at this point. Really, any situation where a car battery is hooked up safely within a car's engine instead of... Well, I'll spare you the specifics. that will be a winner in my book.
6: I'd like to say we can keep at this amusing diversion all night. But to be honest, my patience is fairly well expended. So, Mr. Harmon, you answer one question, and we can both end the evening happier...
7: Uh,
6: Where's my merchandise?
8: I, I, I swear, there isn't any. It wasn't. I don't know
6: where. True to nature. Once again, you insist on forcing my hand. Continue, Alphonse.
8: This is just getting awkward. I never claimed to be a hero, but still, you hope you'll handle yourself better when it comes down to it, you know? Can't picture John McClain pissing himself around now, huh? Oh, my name's Jimmy, by the by. Let's see if I can start over.
5: Okay, I'll see you and raise you.
3: No, no no string raises. You just called. What are you talking about? House rules are house rules. You get one move. Don't get to waffle. Uh, Pay attention, Jimmy.
8: Uh, sure thing. Okay, that's better. Now, what was I? Ah, like I said, my name's Jimmy. James Harmon. Sophomore year at William & Mary, I started playing
3: poker with a bunch of upperclassmen.
8: Mostly Texas Hold'em. I'm all in.
5: What? Uh, hey,
3: you might want to slow down, Jimmy.
4: Action's done. You just said, rules are rules. No take-backs. All right? A call. All in. Next time,
5: be more careful betting against two
4: pairs.
8: This time, I figured enough to know a 6'10 straight beats two pairs.
5: What the hell? Ha, <laughs> huh.
3: kid's got a knack. Just paying attention, like you said. Here endeth the lesson. Grab another beer, Jenny.
8: I took to it quickly. My math background helped. They thought I'd be easy money, but I ended up raking in a lot of beer money that year. More than beer money. <laughs>
4: Hey Jimmy, you coming out to the cigarette party? Perry said his sister's gonna
9: show up.
8: Nah, I'm in the middle of a tournament here.
2: Whatever,
9: you're a loss, playing computer
8: Mid to late 2000s were a boom time for poker, but nobody predicted just how big online poker would be. They say poker's about reading your opponent, and that's true as far as it goes, but the big revelation was you didn't need to see your opponent to read them. The biggest hints, or tells, aren't in how the player acts, but how they bet. Oh yes, boom, you are out, my friend. In real life, you can only play against, say, nine players at any one time. But online, long as I had a decent sized monitor, I could do six games at once. Just keep track of the bets my opponents were making and make split second decisions about how to play. I mean, It's a science, running numbers and acting quickly. Next year, two semesters shy of a BBA in finance, and I was out. I like to say it was all my decision, but looking back, I guess I wasn't devoting much time to my actual schoolwork. It just wasn't enticing. I was making way more than some random CPA out of school. A few weeks later, and I was set up in L.A. Because why not? Trade mid-Atlantic humidity for Southern California sunshine. Also, there was a girl, Robin, but that's a longer story. For what you'd think is a solitary activity, it was amazing how many friends I made in the next few years. Uh, Largely virtual, but I also went for the occasional live tournament. Mostly local card rooms, but I'd head to Vegas when I could. That's where I discovered the world of backing. People with cash to burn stake you for a share of your winnings. They mostly went for name players, but you could also find people who'd back online plays so long as you could show reliable winning stats. But for someone in my position, those people weren't always as easy to find. What the hell? Things were fantastic for a while. Account suspended? You gotta be kidding me! How the hell did they... Oh, son of a bitch! Right up until the moment they weren't.
9: Hey, hot damn! Barry, jeez, bring your bucket over here! Hey! Those are mine, like come, come
8: on. on, let me see a seven. Blow on these, will you, sweetheart? No, on the dice. Well, that's nice too. Which brings us to Las Vegas. Sin City, Glitter Gulch, Lost Wages. Or as you might say, my new home. This was April of twenty eleven. Big month in the world of professional poker. In case you follow that stuff.
4: Black,
7: black, damn. T- honey, quick.
8: Back in the 90s, the Suits tried to rebrand Vegas as a family destination, but once the casinos realized families were less likely to gamble, that plan went out the window. Last gasp was when the big water park shut down a few years back. So now it was back to being a strictly adult entertainment mecca.
2: How much is that?
10: The bet is 1950
2: Ah, nope. Not this hand. Fold. I still had my place in L.A.,
8: but thanks to my unfortunate financial situation, things had become a lot tighter lately.
10: Bet is to you, sir.
2: All right. Nobody gets rich being timid. Let's play.
7: Ooh, nice one, honey (sighs) bear.
2: There's
8: more to the backstory than that, but in a nutshell, I'd been spending a lot more time fleecing rubes in live cash games lately. Which is a hell of a lot more tedious than playing six tables at once in the comfort of my own living room. Okay, bedroom.
10: And the bet is 1950
8: to you, sir. Ah, no worries, mate. I'm all in. Which may explain why I
2: tended to get a little theatrical. And yeah, I know my accent sucks. Going over the top like that. (laughs) You're bluffing, ain't you? Trying to win the Deuce 7 prop bet. But got squat if I call you on it. (laughs) Oh. Oh, unless you made the straight.
7: Ooh, you got him all figured out, sweetie. I knew we were gonna win big tonight.
8: Have to pay to find out. Of course, the kicks you're holding wouldn't be surprised if you wanted to stay in.
2: <sighs> think you're such a mind reader. Hell, how much is it? Give me a count.
10: Count is 12,240 total.
2: Damn it. Ain't got enough behind to cover you. Hate playing with donkeys. Or hell, maybe you call them dingoes down where you come from, that what they do? I... I fold. Thanks heaps. So, you ain't holding the
8: deuce seven? Bonds are for me if I was, but not this hand, mate. You can feel good about keeping your folding cash safe for now. Buy yourself another fine hat like the one you got there.
2: Positively ripper, that hat.
7: What's going on, sweetums? How come you didn't bet? Did we lose all them chips?
2: Now, either this bitch Aussie hit his straight on the river, or he's trying to hustle us. You hustling us? No, no, no need to win, Jank. You calling me a Yankee now? Whoa, no call for drama, mate. We're just playing the game. You gave it a fair go. Then show what you got. Don't tell me you didn't have that queen damn well better have had that queen, else my trip kings were solid. The
10: player is under no obligation. I ain't talking
2: obligation. Common goddamn courtesy. You better watch out, little guy.
0: My man
7: can snap you in two. I seen him do it up in Reno one time.
10: Ma'am, I'll have to ask you to please keep your comments civil. Afraid the cards are a paid privilege.
8: Now, no need to get it mad as a cut snake. We've all done farewells truth. Here, let's get you another coldie in. You worthless little...
9: Is there a problem here, gentlemen. What's it to
2: you... Whoa. You're a big fella.
9: Will Archer, I'm the floorman. Just want to make sure everyone's having a good time. No misunderstanding.
2: No, no, no problem at all. Oh, hell yeah, there's a problem. This Australian bitch is hustling me. All of us... Sir,
9: you want to be careful with the accusations. Now, if there's a violation of casino or gaming rules, I'm happy to... Jimmy? Jimmy Harmon? Wait... I thought you said your name was- Good day,
8: Will. Long time no see. Lost weight? Must be two, three stone light from when I saw you last.
9: Um, we're going to straighten this out. Pole house, cover me. And see to it this couple has an upgrade to their accommodations tonight. You cash out now.
8: But I'm just getting- Now,
9: I said. Want me to get the pit manager?
2: Fine, fine. Here, for your trouble. Good day, old sir. Sweet cheeks, we're getting an upgrade.
0: Oh, are we gonna see all the pretty lights out our window? I wanna look at the Eiffel
2: Tower. Oh, honey, I told you before, you can't see the Eiffel Tower.
8: Damn it, Will! What the, the hell, hell are you scale. doing?
9: I'm on a seriously hot run. Saving your narrow ass. Fact, we go back's the only thing stopping me from tossing you right out on the pavement. What the hell are you doing here, of all places? Jesus.
8: I'm just playing a little poker. That is what I do. Since when is? Just
9: playing my ass. Think that goofball haircut's fooling anyone? Or the stupid-ass accent? Damn, might as well paste on a cheap mustache and mirror shades.
8: Hey, I've been working on that accent since Hashem won the main event over Daneman back in 05. 7-3 off, then takes it with a 7-high straight over aces.
7: Aussie, Aussie, Aussie!
8: See, they get it. That was the first World Series of Poker I ever saw back in school freshman year and I was just starting Damn it! would you stop drawing attention to yourself? And
9: what do you mean my haircut's goofball? It's not like you noticed me. Sure as hell did once you started making a scene and I'm not motivated like everyone's favorite gangster, Ms. Salkovich Oh, did you forget about her? Oh, damn What? Just get behind me, dumbass They're on to you.
8: What? Who? Jeez, you really are big Where the hell did you even get a jacket this size? Shut up
6: Excuse me. Coming through. Out of the way. Come on. He's back at the high stakes tables. I know. Ferret with the goofy haircut. Well, don't do anything dumb. Just need to catch him.
9: All right. Move! Now,
8: here. Through Zombie Land. Can't believe they didn't see me. Good thing you are huge. Of course, so are those two. Who the hell are they anyway?
9: Victoria's muscle. I actually used to play against one of them back in school. Name of Wilmer Crick. Defensive lineman. Major ass had back then, too. Only not so much armed. His buddy's Watson, even nastier. If that's possible. Through here, quick.
8: Well, hey, easy. The Limelight Hotel and Casino, my current fishing hole, had seen better days, but somehow it managed to survive among its newer, more high profile Vegas Strip neighbors. If you were the nostalgic type, it scored in having a touch of old Vegas appeal but also more than its share of old Vegas characters.
9: Should be clear for now. Damn, Jimmy. Do you live your whole life in denial? You're not immortal. There's cameras everywhere here, fool. Victoria may not run this place anymore, but she's still got a big damn interest in it. Half of securities on her direct payroll. As in off-the-books payroll. Get it? And
8: knuckle-draggers couldn't find their asses with both hands. And me with my clever disguise, not goofball. Look, Will, Victoria's just ticked because my assets are locked. Soon as that's cleared, I'm flush.
9: That's a damn crock. And if I know that, you can be sure Victoria does. Get your crap, get out of town. What?
8: No way! Like I said, I'm hot!
9: No, you're not. You're busted. Even if Victoria hasn't found you, sure as hell, you're flagged. Damn lucky you can keep what you got so far. Runs over. Damn it, Will! I need this. What you need is to be gone now. Hell, I wouldn't even hit the cages at this point if I was you. Worry about that later. Son of a. Fine. I just got
8: to pop upstairs real quick. Tell me you
9: are not dumb enough to be staying here. Not under my own name. Christ, Jimmy! you know how many sorry chumps ended up with Matt's set of busted kneecaps, underestimating Victoria? You need to get to the coast. Or whatever rock you're hiding under these days. Now, you have no idea what she's capable of.
8: Don't worry, Will. On my way. Consider me gone. Oh, uh, but before I leave town, I need to find Big Mike. I thought he'd be here. Seen him around?
9: Big Mike Dalton? Why do you want to drag him? Jesus.
8: What? Oh, come on. You're not going to start with the evils of cigarette smoke lecture, are you?
9: No, it's... You know, there's no smoking in the lobby. Uh, supposed to be a bunch of big-time investors coming through this week. Maybe a chance billionaire Benny Hazred's gonna pay a visit. Whole staff is on... Jesus, will you quit waving that thing around? What are you... Wait, the lighter? You're not...
8: Oh my god, you're... This freaks you out, doesn't it? Screw you! It does! Big guy like you.
9: (laughs) Never would have pictured it.
8: Watch out! Fire!
9: There's a lot you don't know about me. And after what you pulled before you left last time, I wouldn't hold your breath finding out. Me and Emily got a place in Summerlin now, working double shifts, paying off a swimming pool. So I'm not about to get sucked into whatever drama you got going on this week. Seriously? You? A pool? Why? What do you mean, why? I just didn't think you'd be able to... well, never mind. Oh, hell no. You are not saying a black man can't swim, are you? I happen to be a very good swimmer.
8: What? No! I didn't think former linemen could swim. Geez, can you even get your arms up over your head? I'm limber, man. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sorry I brought it up.
9: Anyway, I thought you had a woman talk some sense into that thick skull of yours. Robin, isn't it? Where the hell is she in all this?
8: Uh, We're not, uh... Well, we haven't talked about two, three months now. Her father's got more than a little problem with his daughter's choice in men.
9: Meaning you. Yeah, I can see that. Hey,
8: a little friendly support
9: here. Only so far I can go. Alright. I managed to avoid the goon squad. Now get gone. But my stuff is- I'll figure out how to get it to you. Go! Now! Wait, so about Big Mike. What makes you think a veteran player like Mike Dalton wants to get dragged into your BS? Me and Big Mike go
8: way back. Got to know each other after I knocked him out of the $3,000 horse event in the 09 series. Besides, he owes me after I staked him in last year's PLO event. Peeps owes me too, off a sick prop bet. But she's probably a lost cause. Who doesn't she owe?
9: Whatever. Haven't seen Mike around lately. Most of the old guard's gone. But now that he's heading up the all-in poker site, he might be holding court at the Remington, off Fremont. They're taping a whole slew of those ring game poker TV shows this week. Thanks, Will. Do not be thanking me. My involvement ends here. No, and I'm pretty sure Hashem won with Queens over Tens.
8: No way. You're thinking of Jamie Gold in
9: 06. Started with Queen 9 off, then paired on the flop with... Amber? What the hell are you doing here? Don't you have the Lion Majestic show tonight?
0: Show's done for tonight. I came over as soon as we finished. Snuck out. Probably did a crappy job with the makeup, but I was... Well, I just had to hurry. Don't worry about it.
3: Oh, uh,
9: Amber, this is Jimmy, Jimmy Amber.
0: Pleased to meet you. I think I'm in big trouble, Will. I need help. Bad. And you've always been. What is it? I don't, don't feel safe all exposed here. I mean, it's probably not. Is there somewhere we can talk?
9: Hang on a sec. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just let me finish with Jimmy. Oh, damn it.
8: Hated ditching Will like that. He was trying to help, but I couldn't exactly get very far without my stuff. It wouldn't take long. I always keep my stuff together and pack light. I'd make it up to him later. Will wasn't really off base. I've been dodging a few people, most notably a semi-reformed Polish hood by the name of Victoria Salkovich. But I knew eventually that was going to bite me in the ass. Still, I figured if I could build up a decent bankroll, I'd have enough clout to at least get her to listen. Give me a chance to get back what I owed, and maybe put the rest of my life back on track. Robin. It's Jimmy. I know we didn't leave things... I mean, you know. And I I know it's... Jesus, almost one in the morning right now. I'm sorry. Sorry. I was just talking with an old friend and... I just kinda wanted to hear your voice. Call me. Damn. Anyway, I was a bit up tonight, so it wasn't a total bust. And I'd probably get something from Big Mike. Maybe Peeps, but I didn't have high hopes there. Hit one of the -the out-of-the-way spots before leaving town. Smaller stakes, but more
10: likely off Victoria's radar. Chesh, James. And welcome back, Mr. Creek. Mr. Watson, I see your trip to the casino floor has borne fruit. Victoria! Hey, I was just looking for you. Then I have made things easier for us both. I was so hoping you and me and my friends here could have a little chat.
5: You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. Tonight's production Quorum The Gambler's Tale Outstanding Debts, Episode 1 of 10. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theater in association with Arlington Independent Media, W E R A L P, 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Cameron McNary as Jimmy Harmon. James E. Lewis as Will Archer. Amy t as Amber. Nick DiPinto as the Drunk Cowboy. Skylar Atkins as the Cowgirl. Christopher Walker as Wilmer Crick. Alex Stinson as Watson. Mike Bernal, Yasmin Twizon, and William R. Coughlin as college students. And Lydia Paniotis as Victoria Sakovich and the Poker Dealer. With Pete Papa-George as Mr. King... Joel Snyder as Mr. Queen, Faith Potts as Ms. Rook, Anna Fitzgerald as Ms. Knight, Brian Crane as Mr. Bishop, Pete Papa George as the interrogator, and additional voices by Mike Bernal, William R. Coughlin, Brian Crane, James E. Lewis, Bjorn Munson, Kevin Murray, Anna Coughlin, and Yasmin Twizon. Music by Brooks Tegler. This week's episode was produced by Bjorn Munson and written and directed by William R. Coughlin. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, visit jabberaudio.com. Until next time, this is Marcia Renz saying thanks for listening and tune in next week for the next episode of Quorum, The Gambler's Tale.
3: Special thanks to The Krem, Moritat, and Don Lerman for providing supplemental music for this episode. For more information, see our show notes at jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Quorum and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, be sure to subscribe and share, and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content, and to help us continue to bring you further tales of mysterious suspense and high adventure.
5: All in pre-flop, And the flop is Ace of Hearts, Three of Spades, and Five of Spades. Next, the turn, Two of Clubs. In the river, Six of Diamonds.
8: Hast thou slain the Jabberwock?
2: Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre.
4: The following audio theatre is rated ADPG, so parental guidance is suggested.
5: There has always been a gray area between the just and the unjust, the lawful and the lawless, a nebulous region where the trappings of authority share little crossover with the course of justice, and where those who attempt to shine light into the dark recesses of power are often the least expected. April 2011 Las Vegas may have traded vultures of the mobster variety for those of the boardroom, but the criminal element still holds sway in certain circles. Into this world falls Jimmy Harmon, a down-on-his-luck poker player desperate to get himself out from under an unexpected debt. But his quest to regain his financial footing has hit a snag, as Jimmy's friend Will Archer, a casino floorman, ...warns him that one of his less than reputable creditors, Victoria Salkovich, is actively seeking him out.
9: Christ, Jimmy, you know how many sorry chumps ended up with Matt's set of busted kneecaps underestimating Victoria? You have no idea what she's capable of.
8: Don't worry, Will. On my way. Consider me gone.
5: But Jimmy's efforts to leave town stall when he finds Victoria herself awaiting him in his hotel room...
10: Victoria! Hey, I was just looking for you. and I have made things easier for us both. I was so hoping you and me and my friends here could have a little chat.
5: Jabberwocky Audio Theater presents Quorum, The Gambler's Tale. Tonight's presentation, Outstanding Debts, Episode 2. (laughs) Hey!
8: My, Victoria, what big guns you have.
10: Ah, you refer to my friends here, Mr. Scrick and Watson. The big guns, yes. Better to be sure you have my money with, James. What? You think I've been avoiding you? Oh, no. I am a trusting soul. Mr. Crick here, though. He is suspicious by nature. Yes, Crick?
8: Suspicious.
10: So you see, I try to keep him happy. Happy help is productive help. But just so I can be comfortable, uh, you do have my money, no?
8: You know I have the money, Victoria. It's just things are tied up with the online sites, and I can't...
10: Oh! Oh, What the hell? Mr. Crick is understandably confused. And when he is confused, he expresses himself physically. From the look of him, I bet he's confused a lot. Perhaps we shall see. But since I do research myself, I understand you are not entirely... What is the word? forthright
8: with me. Look, I know my situation's not quite the same as most online players, but it's still
10: just... Mr. Watson, does it sound that James is stalling? Stalling? It sounds so to me as well. This does not please me. (laughs) No! Oh, Jesus. If I did not know better, I would suspect James does not have the money. Oh, Victoria, come on. You made a backing
8: investment when it stood to net one hell of a profit. And with a little patience, it still can.
10: Please. We are being too formal here. This is no way for friends to discuss business. Sit. Drink. I'm afraid it is just the cheap scotch. For such a nice hotel, you would think they would have a better minivar. When I was in charge, I made a point always to insist on top quality and service. Today...
8: I'll be sure to talk to someone about that.
10: Times change. Today, I am just glad to have someone to share a drink. These two, they do not touch a drop. I, uh, well, I can see how that would be inconvenient. James, I am not a loan shark. I am not a gambler. I am an investor. Not so much over the table as some, but still an investor. I did not get to where I am being careless. Do you know how many women were in casino management back in the old days?
8: Not, uh, not a
10: lot, I gather. This is true. But I made it through the rough times when the Arogansky men were going away. I always check my numbers. This is not an unlucky investment. Losses, virtual or otherwise, I can understand. Ah, so we're... Your assets are not locked up in bureaucratic jury. They are held for your, how do we say, misbehavior. Me, I do not care. But others frown Your silence says I am not off, Mark.
8: Look, Victoria, yes, I bent some rules. Bent, not broke, to be totally clear.
10: One might say that is not strictly true. Technically, maybe.
8: But not the spirit of it, okay? My funds are still there. I just need to get them out.
10: Once I get it all cleared up, I can get you the money. Nothing to it. I am sure. Or we would not be having such a friendly conversation. But I am not so patient as to wait for the judgment of the online administration.
8: What, uh... What are you suggesting?
10: I have a proposition for you. One that will ensure we are good. Do Um, I don't... Do you understand? We're good. I get it. What do you have in mind? I require your assistance. There are discussions. Discussions to which I am not invited. Discussions involving a transaction that will be mm, problematic and troublesome.
8: Hang on a second. You lost me here. Someone wants to buy the limelight,
5: numbnuts.
10: Why didn't you just say so? Why be all cryptic?
8: Okay, fine. So where do I fit into this?
10: You have many friends, and your skills can inquire in a way that does not reveal my curiosity.
8: What, these geniuses can't handle it? Careful, wise-ass.
10: Their demeanor does not suit them to this. I require someone subtle, more trustworthy, proficient.
8: I'm glad to hear you trust me.
10: Trust is perhaps an exaggeration.
8: Normally, Victoria, I'm your man. Whatever you need... But to be perfectly honest, I prefer not to get into anything particularly
10: shady. This may be a problem. Secret transactions are not always clean, but you are not being asked to do anything to unsavoury. Um,
8: look, what exactly is it you need me to do?
10: (sighs) Explore. Listen. I will tell you as I learn more how to direct your effort, but time is critical. I am not known for patience. And I do not tolerate indolence. I will expect results. Soon. Now I require a show of good faith. How much money do you have?
8: What, on me? Just a few chips from playing tonight? I haven't cashed them out yet, but I don't... Crick!
10: Hey, take it easy.
6: Looks like about 26, 27 large.
10: This is not much of a down payment, James.
6: But I need that to seed a bankroll for... <clears throat>
8: oh,
10: I'm getting pretty damn tired of this. (laughs) I tell you what. I take 20 now. This is a nice round number. Easy to account for. I understand there are people in this town who owe you Uh, money. Yeah, but that's not... You will collect. Tonight. My friends will give you a personal escort to ensure this happens. What? No, that's not how... I insist. They will be your personal drivers for the remainder of your visit. It is the least we can do. I would not want my investment to be compromised. You're a peach, Victoria. I was
8: sure I'd have more time before Victoria found out I was in town. Yeah, I've got a talent for denial. So now I was expected to do favors for a quasi-reformed Vegas hood. But no way was I getting in a car with these two mouth-breathers. Or leading them to Big Mike
2: Dalton. Baby, don't you worry your pretty little head about it. You'll see, sweet chase. I'm gonna buy you the biggest Hey, that's the Aussie sum of a bitch who hustled us downstairs.
7: Yeah, it is him. Snap him in half, just like Reno. Hey,
8: love the hat, cowboy.
2: Can you excuse us, sir. When you take my money out of your ass, you little... I'm being rude. Let me introduce my friends, mate. What the hell? Who do you think you're shoving? Well, get out of my way, you damn dirty monkeys. I'm gonna teach that foreigner punk some Would manners. you Kindly get out of the way, what, sir. Watson, I don't have it. Good night, boys! He's taking the
1: stairs. Quick, go! Get out! after it. And you, back off. Now. Ooh. Oh,
2: Jesus, I cried you, Christ. Hey,
1: Fast, buddy. Just get him. And
2: I'll stop him.
6: What the hell, Watson? You out of your mind? We're supposed to babysit him, not shoot him. Shut it, Craig. Your fault he slipped us in the first place. Besides, I'm thinking I don't need kneecaps to do whatever the hell Victoria needs
4: him. No, damn, we can Oh, jeez. Hey, watch. Excuse me. Pardon me, ma'am. Oh, shoes.
8: <laughs> oh, Will! And, uh, Amber, was it? It's nice to see you again.
9: Jimmy, what the hell are you doing back here? I thought you were gone. Were well, those gunshots?
8: Slight change of plan. Love to
9: catch up, but in kind of a rush. Remember the goons from the casino? Son of a bitch. Victoria's muscle?
8: Thanks! You're an angel! A really, really big angel!
9: Amber, stay back. <laughs> Oh, my
6: nose! What
9: the hell? What's blocking the damn door? Oh, I'm terribly sorry. Are you all right, sir? Uh, please, allow me to help you up. The stairs are intended for emergency exit only. The elevators are
4: much more... Back
9: off, Damn it! Where the hell did he go? Let me get hotel security. I need them to shut off the alarm anyway. And I'm sure they'll be glad to give you a hand with whatever your problem is. No, I mean... Call whoever you want. We're paid up. Think I'm worried about... Ah, crap. Son of a bitch is gone. Where'd that little guy go? With the goofy haircut? Uh, Afraid I don't know who you mean. Don't be a wise ass. Think we won't go through you to get him? You know who we are? Welcome to trying, Crick. Yeah, I know you. And who you work for. May not remember me, but I used to play offensive tackle when you were at UNLV. Couldn't get through me then. Sure as hell won't now. Yeah, whatever. Couple of ways this place about your day, tell your boss about your predicament. Or, wait for the boys, spend the night downtown. Cost your boss a decent chunk to post for you. Then explain. The choice is yours. This ain't over. Archer, right? Don't for a second think I don't know you did this on purpose. I don't forget so easy. You know who we work for? She sure as hell ain't gonna be happy. Damn sure about that. End of the day, I got no beef with you or your boss just don't want no trouble in my place. Your place? Keep on
6: thinking that, big guy. We've gotta move. Victoria's not gonna be happy. Whatever. I got a plan
1: for that little ferret anyways.
9: Amber, you okay?
4: I... I think so. Come
9: on. Let's get you somewhere safe. Ooh.
8: Taxi? Ah, take me to the Remington thing. I talked before about big money backing, but there are other ways money changes hands out here. One is a culture where players stake each other. Nothing bank-breaking, but enough to show solidarity. The other is what's called a prop bet. Poker players will bet on anything, from which cards will come up next to whether someone can live in a hotel bathroom at the Belle Epoque for a month. Prop bet money can get bigger than anything on the table. The debts I was trying to collect fell into both categories. I'll spare you the specifics.
6: Have to say, Vera, not one of my better evenings.
4: Sorry to hear it, Big Mike. Another McCutcheon? Please.
6: Say, uh, any movement on that place you were thinking about opening up?
4: I still haven't been able to pull enough scratch to start anything decent. At least, not where the action is. I prefer to be around where there's real drama, not the sad sacks drowning sorrows and losing pension funds. I know the feeling. And this place is fine by me. Old school. Even with the new owners, Tommy does right by me.
7: Mike, uh, waste of a perfectly good evening. Do better on the floor instead of posing for the cameras. At least you only have
6: to do one taping. I'm back for the next round in... Oh, let me see. uh, Twenty-two minutes. Take it the action didn't turn around any.
7: Guess I came in about even at session's end. Munson's in sad shape. Once I saw he was on tilt, I took it as my cue to play things safe till they wrapped. Hutch, my friend. Bend an elbow. Yeah. What do you have? Makers. Neat. Make it a double if you're
6: buying. I'm not exactly rolling in dough, but for you...
7: Coming right up. At least your face is smiling all over the all-in poker site. Can't get away from it. Just means I'm contractually obligated to do all these
6: watch-the-experts-play TV shows.
7: I hear you. The truth is, floor play's not much better. What happened to all those wannabes trying to follow in moneymaker's shoes? Used to line up to play at our table. All I'm seeing now is these online lag tards. Fame
6: is a fickle mistress. <laughs> to better times.
7: At least you had fame. Going on four decades, and they don't know me from a hole in the wall.
6: Count yourself lucky. Low fame, low expectations. Ah, uh, big Mike? Son, I appreciate the attention, but uh, my friend and I are just enjoying a quiet drink. Now, if you don't. Mike, it's me, Jimmy Harmon. Oh, right. Uh, Jimmy. Oh, been a while. Uh, You know Hutch? Only by reputation. Bob Hutchinson, big admirer of your play.
8: To this day, the bad beat you took in the 84 series was one of the sickest I've seen.
7: Well, I'll be. Boys either rightly respectful or a half-decent bluffer. Bit of
6: both, as I recall.
7: Pleasure to meet a fan, son. I take it you play?
8: Ah, yeah. I've actually done pretty well, online. Go by the handle epimetheus
7: 23 Sorry to say that mouthful doesn't ring a bell. No offense, all you online boys tend to run together. Doesn't
6: matter. Just
7: happy to meet you.
6: Uh, Jimmy, it's not like I mean to be rude, but me and... Ah, uh, the... well, I'm not really here just to chat.
8: I
7: need to talk. It's... Uh, it's kind of important. Uh give the kid a minute, Mike. He's adorable. Always oh, said you could use a puppy. <laughs> uh, I gotta go see a man about a horse anyway. Here you go. Have my seat. Thanks, Hutch. I appreciate it. Nice to meet you. So, Jimmy, what's got you so fired up you
6: aim to interrupt a couple old friends during our downtime? Well, honestly, I thought you'd be happy to see me. Happy? Son, you have really got to work on your people-reading skills. You want to play the live game. Come on. You know why I'm really here, right? (sighs) Figured it uh, weren't just to edge your way into the old pros club. Not entirely, anyway. Jimmy, I... I don't know what to say. I'm
8: tapped out. Don't even joke, Mike. I've let this slide for way too long already. What about the
6: all-in poker site? Your name's all over that. And everything I've got is tied up in it. Ain't just an endorsement deal. I'm a principal. Wait, so you've got nothing? Things been drying up lately. Especially for those of us who mostly do live play. Can't get a decent ring game going to save my life. All's left are small-time donkeys... And that's if I can find the time. you got to be getting something out of this
8: whole thing. Or in the outside world, you've always been on top of what's going on. Legitimate, underground... Trade the legends a
6: bit more than the reality.
8: Mike, I'm not some turnip truck traveler here. I need the cash, desperately. I need the winnings I stake you for. Or at the very least, I need to get in on something profitable.
6: Look, you're talented and all. Don't get me wrong, but as I gather... Your online play's off the table. What do you heard? May not run with that crowd, but I follow current events. Your situation in turn makes your endorsement prospects a might thin. And live play ain't exactly your, uh, your niche. The game's the game, and I'm damn good at it. I'm not talking easy money donkeys. You work big money. Unless you're in for the long grind, which I don't read you for, <laughs> you're up against people like... Like you, you mean. Not to put too fine a point on it. So I'm not good enough to play with the big boys. Jimmy, I really appreciate you wanting to be part of the club. Really, really, I do. It's flattering. Ain't denying you on shavers got money coming and going, but there's a long ways twixt pushing buttons and the years of blood and sweat that go into... Look, forget I said anything. I got nothing going, so no sense arguing the point. Nobody's backing anyone on the big money side. Not legit anyway. Huh. Funny you should mention that. Now that there sounds like trouble. Victoria Sokovich. Sure fits the bill. Not someone you want on your bad side. What the hell got you mixed up with that shark?
8: It's complicated,
6: but a backer's a backer, right? Your brain must be sun-fried. You have any idea how risky it is to get mixed up with someone like her? It's not like I can
8: change it now. She wants me to help her with some stuff. Without a decent bankroll to build on, I
6: don't have a lot of leverage (sighs) to say no. Jimmy, I want you to listen. Now give me one last chance to pass on a share of wisdom. Putting on my wise old man face now. You've gotten damn lucky so far. Hey, it's a skill game. You of all people should- Ain't talking about the game. It's what's around it. Part of it's you being young. I I get it. You catch some lucky breaks, and they were lucky. And you think nothing can touch you till the day it does. I'll admit I'm in a little deeper than usual. See, someone might think you're putting on a brave face here. But me, I can read you too well. Even now, you're thinking no matter how bad things look, you just skate along. Everything will find a way to go back to square. There ain't no quick fix here, son. And this is some serious danger here. That makes me feel so much better.
8: Oh, hey, uh, total non-sequitur, but you don't know anything about someone buying out the limelight, do you? What the hell makes you ask that? Uh, That's what Victoria has me looking into. Apparently she thinks I'm better connected than I am. But my contacts are mostly just players, not, uh... Well, not people who'd be involved at those levels.
6: And Victoria asked you? Must be
8: pretty desperate. I think she's afraid a limelight sale might expose her under-the-table operations.
6: Self-preservation is one of her strong suits. Anyway, she wants me to keep it under
8: wraps, but hell, I don't know where to start. Thought you at least might be able to point me in the right direction.
6: I don't exactly run in those circles, either.
8: But like you said, you follow current events. Thought you might know of any... I don't know,
6: buzz going on? Can't say as I've seen anything in the funny papers. But, Jimmy, if Victoria wants to keep this subtle-like, you might want to play things a bit quieter. Yeah, we will do. It's first day
8: doing this kind of thing. Hey, I don't suppose you've seen Peeps around, have you? Maybe
6: she's got something for me. You're not listening to a word I say, are you? Oh, look, here's what I've got on me. It's something, anyway. Feeling a bit guilty about stiffing me? Might say that. Mostly hate to see what Victoria does. You come back empty-handed. Only about a quarter what I owe, but it's something. Cash these out, then get the hell out of town. Find something safe to occupy yourself. Never was much of a grinder. Suppose I never was neither. Old man can hope, eh?
8: Take care, Mike. Gonna see if I can get my stuff out of the limelight without running into Victoria's meatheads. And my car, which is still in the garage. Kinda need that if I plan on getting very far.
6: Good boy.
8: Vera, can you pour me another? Sure thing, Mike. You see peeps, give me a shout. You get a break. I've got a soft spot for old hasbins. Watch it. But her, not a chance.
4: Here you go, Mike. This one's on me. Really looks like you need it more than usual.
6: Thanks, Vera. Always appreciate it. Some days.
4: Mind if I give you a bit of, well, not advice so much as observation. Just remember why you're doing it. All of it. Don't get me wrong, we all have to pay the bills, but remember what gets you out of bed, what keeps you in this particular life.
6: Sometimes I wonder, Vera. I really do. Damn kid, you really have no clue just how much trouble you're in.
5: You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theatre. Tonight's production, Quorum, The Gambler's Tale, Outstanding Debts, Episode 2 of 10. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theatre in association with Arlington Independent Media, WERALP 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Cameron McNary as Jimmy Harmon, Lydia Kraniotis as Victoria Salkovich, Joel Snyder as Big Mike Dalton, James E. Lewis as Will Archer, Amy T. Bear as Amber, Kevin Murray as Bob Hutch Hutchinson, Arnisha Walker as Vera, Alex Stinson as Watson, Christopher Walker as Wilmer Crick. Nick DePinto as the drunk cowboy, and Skylar Atkins as the cowgirl, with additional voices by William R. Coughlin, Anna Coughlin, and Kim Davenport. Music by Brooks Tegler. This week's episode was produced by Bjorn Munson and written and directed by William R. Coughlin. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, visit JabberAudio.com. Until next time, this is Marsha Renz saying thanks for listening and tune in next week for the next episode of Quorum, The Gambler's Tale.
3: Special thanks to Don Lerman for providing supplemental music for this episode. For more information, see our show notes at JabberAudio.com. If you're enjoying Quorum and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theatre, be sure to subscribe and share, and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of mysterious suspense and high adventure.
5: The is nine of diamonds, three of hearts, and nine of hearts. Now the churn, five of diamonds. And the river, ace of clubs.
4: Hast thou slain
11: the Jabberwock?
1: And that's this week's show. Please join us next week on the Mutual Audio Network's Sunday Showcase lineup with more brand new exciting audio drama. Send us your thoughts at sonicsociety at gmail.com. Connect through the Sonic Society or Audio Drama Radio Drama Lovers or now the Mutual Audio Network Facebook group. Add us on Twitter, at Sonic Society or at AstroTour2010 or now at Audio Mutual. Until next Sunday when we get a case of the Midnights. I
0: had the case of the Midnights once. It was in Casablanca in 40.
1: Yes, sorry again, Jack, but Ivan says we have to go. Good night, everyone.
0: Night. Wait a minute. Where is this Ivan anyway? Why can't I see him?
1: You can't? Oh, that's disconcerting. Have you seen an optometrist lately? There's
0: nothing diseased about my eyesight, I can tell you that.
1: Yeah, you're thinking of an ophthalmologist. I said optometrist. grandfather used to
0: be a mason. That's an optimist. No, I've always considered myself more of a realist, actually. Uh,
1: real estate has nothing to do with this. We're talking about your vision. All features, interviews, and audio drama See how much I missed you? I started writing all kinds of
0: nonsense.
1: ...by Creative Commons Licensing. The society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening.
0: This has been an Electric Vicuna production.
11: Today, Americans are afraid of other Americans. They don't have to be. Some Americans hate other Americans, and they shouldn't. Americans are shouting at each other, and it's time to stop. Norman Corwin offers a quiet, informal conversation that reminds us all of how much we have in common. It's called Between Americans, and it's a fascinating banquet of food for thought from the grand master of American radio theater. It's his last message to the country he loved. You can hear the podcast on Monday, February 20th on the Mutual Audio Network's Monday matinee. Are you tired of the lies, the accusations, and the closed minds? It's time for us to stand on our common ground as we face the future. Listen to this very special podcast and talk about it between Americans. Monday, February 20th on the Mutual Audio Network.